What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today is September 3rd, 2021, and now I'm feeling a lot better. I'm willing to try to make this video and have a conversation and talk about it. We're going to make a few videos today. Yesterday, we had our uh, Lori Marketing traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers video. The Bulls get Derek Jones Jr. from Portland. Um, and, and, and Nance is going to, I believe he's going to Portland, no? But, um, yeah, the... the Anyways, that entire video is out right now. Um, you can check that out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your um, podcasts. And, and we're going to have a few more coming out today, so be on the lookout for that. Today is the recap of the second series, Series 2 of 2, at U.S. Cellular slash Guaranteed Rate, whatever you want to call it, um, the Chicago Cubs versus the Chicago White Sox Crosstown Classic. We're going to be talking about it breaking it down and giving you the real on how I feel about the Chicago Cubs moving forward and how I felt about the Chicago White Sox during this series. Um, this series started, um, at least this one, the, the second series started on August 27th. And we're going to talk about it right now because White Sox fans, I don't know why you're happy about this. I don't. Um, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that as a Cubs fan, you know, um, I've been following both of you for a very long time. I love this White Sox team. Hear me out. Like, I am a Cubs fan, die hard, but I love this White Sox roster. Like, you guys are fun. You guys have everything going for you. You have the snarky old man as your head coach. Um, and then you have guys like Tim Anderson, who are just so, and Eloy Jimenez, and Luis Robert, and other guys, Liam Hendricks, who are just so much fun to watch and give you so much um, adrenaline rushes during these games. You know, they'll really get you going. They're your Javier Baez, is their. Um, your David Bodies, your Wilson Contreras, your Anthony Rizzo's, like, these guys are fun. Like, these guys will take you there. Um, your Jake Arrietas. Like, these guys are, is what make baseball fun. And, and you have that. And I love this roster. However, um, being a World Series contending team means you need to be held to a certain standard. And the White Sox are in first place by a large margin. Like the Chicago Cubs are 56 and 74 currently. Um, and this, and the, the Chicago White Sox are 75 and 55. So basically flip those numbers and it's each other's records. Like that's, that's how bad it is at this point for the Cubs. Um, but this first game of the series, the Cubs lose again. But they lose 13 to 17. And here's my problem with that. Look at the White Sox pitching rotation um, or pitching lineup in this game. It was Dallas Keuchel, Ronaldo Lopez, Wright, Garrett Crochet, and Craig Kimbrell. And they allowed 13 runs. The Chicago Cubs lose this game 13 to 17. 17 runs is amazing. Is amazing by the Chicago White Sox. And, and you should be proud of that. Um, however, to me, it's also the point to where this is a World Series type of offense, um, and the Chicago Cubs were going with Keegan Thompson, who's a rookie. It's understandable. Um, Sampson, Rucker, Brothers, McGill, uh, Mazinger, and Rodriguez as their pitching rotation um, in this game. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's obviously expected. Manny Rodriguez is your closer, and he's also a rookie. So it, we just got a lot of guys on this team that aren't going to be long-term solutions of this team or are long-term solutions. They're just in their rookie year. So for me, you look at this Chicago Cubs lineup. Um, so all the guys that played in this game, we're going to go follow their names. Uh, Illinois native Chicago Cub fan growing up, Michael Her- Hermosillo. Um, he, he, 
he's good. He's good. I like him. He but you know, he got brought up literally a month ago. Like it's one of those things where, you know, he's not your everyday man. Um, Frank Schwindel loves Frank Schwindel. He just won um, NL Rookie of the Month, if I'm not mistaken. And and he's pretty solid. He's pretty solid. But like I said. Um, he, he hasn't been up for a very long time. Patrick Wisdom, uh, you know, rookie of the year candidate. You love to see that. He's obviously one of those guys I will say, you know, um, he's a, he, he's a White Sox killer for sure. He was raking against him. He was definitely raking. We love the stash. We love to see everything he was doing. Um, but you know, it's one of those things again, not a superstar. So that's perfectly fine. Matt Duffy, Ian Happ, the Romine brothers, um, Chirinos and Jason Hayward. Like, that's who played during these games. And they gave you 13 runs. Wilson Contreras did not play due to injury. I believe he's still injured. He's in Iowa rehabbing. Um, he's in his rehab stint. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the fact that, you know, Rizzo, Baez, Bryant, Contreras, and all the others are gone. So to have 13 runs against you and none of those guys were in that lineup, I mean, it's speaking volumes. Dallas Keuchel lasted one inning. One inning. They obliterated him. They obliterated him. And they lost this game, and that's perfectly fine. But come October, if if the White Sox play that way against a team or an offense like the Blue Jays, whose pitching is getting a lot better very fast, um, or the Houston Astros, who Justin Verlander just threw a no-hitter. Um, so if this is a wild-card type of game or something along those lines, a three-game series... Um, I, I, I definitely would have concerns if I'm the Chicago White Sox for your pitching standpoint. Um, and especially because we're going to get into our next category right now and we're going to have a conversation about it. Um, game two, game two is going to be one of those, I'm going to fly through the games really quick and then we're actually going to have a deep down conversation about all of them. But I just wanted you guys to know, um, the games, like, you know what I mean? Like, we might fly through them, but don't worry. I am going to go back and, and review them. Now, in the second game, the Chicago Cubs win this game 7-0. 7-0. That's fucking insane. That is insane. Now, the, the, the lineup for the Chicago Cubs in this game is uh, Ortega, Schwindel, Hap, Wisdom, Duffy, Hayward, Hermosillo, uh, Chirinos, and Alcantara. And that's a no specific order. That's just everybody who batted in this game. Pitching-wise, it was Alec Mills going 8.1 innings pitched, four hits, zero errors, two walks, and three strikeouts. And former Chicago White Sox closed it out. Cody Hoyer um, closed it out and finished the game for us. So it's just one of those things where you look at this lineup. Tim Anderson, Johan Mancada, Jose Abreu, Eloy Jimenez, Yasmani Grandal's back from injury. Um, Goodwin, Andrew Vaughn, Hernandez, and Zavala. I mean, it's just how, how, how did you not score a single run against Alec Mills? Who I love, Alec Mills. He's thrown a no hitter for the Chicago Cubs before against the uh, Milwaukee Brewers about a year ago, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know the exact date, but it was around this time. It was around when football season started. Um, it's officially September, so that is definitely um, fairly a year ago. Um, but then you look at the pitching aspect. Five innings pitched by Cy Young candidate Lance Lynn. Seven hits, seven errors, seven earned runs. Um, not errors, I'm sorry. Seven earned runs. Um, two walks and seven strikeouts. And then Julio Ruiz, um, or Jose Ruiz, pardon me, um, and, and uh, Mike Wright finished it out. So it's one of those things... 
Lance Lynn giving up seven runs to the Chicago Cubs. That's that's fucking that's so fucking concerning. Like Dallas Keuchel, you can you can make the argument. Okay, well he's kind of taking a step back. Like he's not who he was when we signed him from the Astros. Um, the problem is. That's, that, that's just how the game goes, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it goes. You know, you sign him and you think, okay, well, if we make a World Series run, he's going to be your one or your two. But then as things continue to get better and guys start getting better, the real rotation, as of right now, you would think, you know, two years ago, if you would have told me what the rotation would have been, I would have said Lucas Chialito's your one and Dallas Keuchel's your two or vice versa. Um, but in reality... It, it seems to me like it would be Lance Lynn is one, Carlos Rodon is two, Lucas Chialito is three, and then Dallas Keuchel and Dylan Cease fight for four. And you could honestly make an argument for either to why they should start or why they shouldn't. But for Lance Lynn to be your number one guy, your Cy Young candidate, you know, you brought him in from Texas. Um, it was an amazing, uh, an amazing trade, Dan Dunning for Lance Lynn. I thought it was great. Um, I'm a big Dan Dunning guy, but I mean, it, it did need to happen. It did need to get done. It was a great move by the Chicago uh, White Sox front office. Rick Hahn did a great job with that. Um, but to have games like this, and I understand games like this happen. Games like this definitely happen. But like I said, to not have one superstar in this lineup, um, seven runs late into the year, that's it's really concerning because if you can't get past the Astros offense or the Yankees with Gallo, Rizzo, Sanchez, uh, Stanton, Judge, Torres, um, and so on and so forth, you know, you're, if, you, if somehow you do make it through there, you're going to have to go against one of the L.A. boys. And that might be Fernando Tatis Jr., a former teammate, um, or that might be the Dodgers with Mookie, um, Bellinger, Trey Turner, you know, Corey Seager, the list goes on and on. Justin, uh, Justin Turner, the list goes on and on of amazing players. And that lineup and that starting rotation, you know, you got Max Scherzer, Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, David Price. You have no idea what's going on with Trevor Bauer. I doubt he's a part of this team um, with everything he has going on. But it's a really concerning fact that it's like, I just, I just, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me to see this shitty ass Cubs team, um, you know, and, and not that the players are shit. It's just a shitty lineup. You know what I mean? Like it's not constructed the way you want it. And we're definitely not too far off. Um, once we get Nico Horner back, once we get Contreras back, once we get Nick Madrigal back, um, we'll have a lot of holes that we fill. But, and I like Hermosillo. I really like Michael. I think Michael, Brennan Davis, Greg Dykeman and others would be, would be very solid as, as a part of this organization. Um, but for me, as of right now, like, this team is not it. And we're just, we're, we're hanging with the big boys. Like, yeah, maybe from a pitching standpoint, we're not even close. Um, 17 runs and all that. But then Alec Mills outduels Lance Lynn by, by three innings. He goes, he goes eight innings against Lance Lynn and doesn't give up a single run. Like, that's, that's fucking insane. Um, less than five hits against this elite lineup with Luis Robert, uh, Yasmani Grandal, and, every, and Eli Jimenez back in the lineup. Like, that's, it's, it's crazy to me. It really is crazy to me. Um, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you take it lightly and you just say, okay, well, this is one game at a time. These things happen. Um, and we'll have a conversation about it when we, come, when we come and get there. You know, down in October, 
you know, if this continues to happen with Lance Lynn or, or Dallas Keuchel, then we'll, 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 get to the, we'll get there when we get there. Um, so I wouldn't freak out about it too much if I'm a White Sox fan. But it's definitely a concern because this Cubs roster, like I said, as a Cubs fan, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, is horrible. Um, it really is horrible. And, and it's not managed very well. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of David Ross. I, I am a David Ross fan as a player. Um, but as a coach, it's 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 a nice thing to have, like, you know, a former player, um, a player's coach. He, he loves the guys, but now the guys are gone. Really, it's just Wilson Contreras, Kyle Hendricks, and Jason Hayward that's a part of that 2020, or I'm sorry, 2016 World Series run. Um, and himself, obviously. But, you know, Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, all of them being gone, it's really, I don't see the point in him being here. I really don't. I see him being a bridge type of coach, um, a bridge to our next one. Um, so when we start contending, David Ross probably will get fired um, or just, you know, respectfully leaves. And, and, and then we'll see what happens with there. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong at the same time. He could end up, you know, um, changing my opinion, changing my mind on that. I definitely think it's possible. Um, he's not horrible. It's just some of his game managing things that he's been doing. And, and, and a part of it is the roster that you have, though. You, you, you can only do so much with the amount of people that you have on this team. Um, but yeah, that's game two. The Chicago Cubs win it. They take one of five, uh, one of six games. Um, the final game, the Chicago White Sox win 13 to one. This is more like it. Um, same type of lineup for the Cubs. Kyle Hendrick pitches 4.2 innings, seven hits, eight earned runs, two walks and four strikeouts. Morgan, um, Efros, Wick and Rodriguez finish it out. Um, the Chicago White Sox side of things, it's Dylan Cisco, six innings, 11 strikeouts, wonder and run, four hits, two walks. It's Ryan Tapera, former Cub, goes one inning. Michael Kopech goes another, and Liam Hendricks finishes it out. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just is what it is, and, that, and that's more like it. That's how it should be. Um, we're not going to focus too much on this game that much because not because the Cubs got slammed. I mean, that's, not, that's not at all why I'm not talking about it, but I'm not talking about it because that's exactly what I expect of the Chicago White Sox team. I expect them to completely dominate this offense um, and from a pitching standpoint, and I completely expect their offense to dominate our pitchers. Um, big concern for Kyle Hendricks. It's been a concern kind of all year that every now and then um, – more times than not, he's having a rough go. Um, he's looked a lot better than he did at the start of the season, but it's still one of those things concerning. Is Kyle Hendricks going to be your ace going into 2024 or 2023? You know what I mean? Like It's it, it's questionable. So I think in the offseason, we definitely have some question marks to fill. Are we going to spend? We have two max slots we can get. And you have that money. You have that money now from you know Rizzo, Brian, and Baez that you are potentially going to re-sign. All three of them, or two of them, or just one of them. You have a bunch of money now. You have a lot to work with. Um, you know, like I said, like a lot of these guys are on rookie deals. Um, aside from Jason Hayward and Kyle Hendricks and David Bodie. Um, so for me, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well we can do this now. Like it's it's definitely something we can go into this off season. We could grab two starting pitchers if we wanted. We can grab Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander if we wanted. Like, we can do that. We can actually do that. And, and for the first time in a long time, I kind of want to because I love our farm system. I love the bats we have in our farm system. Um, if you could bring in not these guys specifically. I'm just naming names. You know, these type of pitchers. 
if you could bring in a Justin Verlander, um, a, a Max Scherzer, and then have Kyle Hendricks, and then bring up Braylon Marquez, and then bring up um, Cole Franklin, our good buddy who's been on the podcast various times. Um, you know, it, it, we could do that all day long if we want. Like, we can have this conversation. Keegan Thompson, Justin Steele, there's other prospects. Um, Ryan Jensen in this farm system that I definitely trust. But if you bring in two solid guys and then just trust that by the time, you know, you have Patrick Wisdom, you have Frank Schwindel, who are, you know, great rookies for us right now. You have Nick Madrigal, you have Wilson Contreras, you have Nico Horner. You wait for guys like Ed Howard, you wait for Brennan Davis, you wait for Greg Dykeman to continue to um, develop. Like, these guys are solid hitters, great offensive talent. And if you just wait for them to get brought up, I think we'll have an amazing, amazing time. Like, I think this team could be really good. Um, Not to get off topic, not to start talking about the Chicago Cubs and what they should do, but... Like, like that's like that's the future. That's the future plan right now. So the fact is, we're giving the White Sox problems right now offensively, um, or pitching wise, I should say. We're the offensive problem, but like we're doing this, and then we play against the Pirates last night, and we win in a walk off because of an error made in like the ninth inning or the tenth inning. Like, and it's Ian Happ. His first walk off is is a pop up fly. And the second baseman drops the ball, or the first baseman drops the ball. Like, it's just, you're having problems beating the Pirates, but then you completely shit on some of the best pitchers in the league. Um, and the, one of the best rotations and, and bullpens in the league. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I think that's more of a problem from the White Sox standpoint than a Cubs, you know, striking into something and being like, okay, maybe we got something here. Like, I see that more as a struggle for the White Sox. Um, so if you have a problem with... You know the pressure of of a crosstown classic game. You're definitely gonna have a problem in a postseason October game because that's a whole different ball game. And that's a whole different atmosphere. Um, but like I said, I wouldn't think too deep into it. This happens all the time. Um, it's definitely a struggle throughout an 162 game season. Um, but with that being said, that's all I really got for you guys today. Crosstown. Congratulations to the Chicago White Sox on winning the crosstown series five to one. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you you expect it, you expect it, but the way they won, um, there's a lot of concerns and a lot of question marks. We're going to be coming out with more videos about the White Sox later today. Um, be on the lookout for that. I'm not going to be hating on them. I'm supporting them um, and everything they, those guys do because they made a great, great uh, team and farm system and everything they're putting together. I really like it. So be on the lookout for that. Um, go Cubs. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace out.